can't go out. <laughs> I'm sick. Boo, you whore. Hey everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Outgoing Without Going Out. I'm Lexi, and it is me today. So, you guys asked so many great questions. I asked over on our podcast Instagram if you had anything that you wanted advice on, and honestly, most of the questions kind of were targeted more towards things that I feel like I could answer and things I wanted to chat about anyways with you guys. So, I am going to do a nice solo episode today. There are a lot of life changes happening in my life right now, and I feel like this is the best time to address it. Gabby is in the Bahamas for her birthday trip, and she did a solo episode with my mom all about Cheer Worlds last week. So here we are. It's my turn on the podcast, and I miss you guys so much last week. So why don't we just, you know, jump right into things. We'll start with our weekly scoop and kind of go from there. Did you have an awesome time? Did you drink awesome shooters and listen to awesome music and then just sit around and soak up each other's awesomeness? So, the last week or two has been quite a whirlwind. Um, Things are kind of crazy over here, I'm not going to lie. So, last weekend, we were in Worlds. I did vlog the whole thing, so if you wanted to see it from my point of view, I don't know if anyone cares. It was Gabby's big weekend, but I did vlog everything kind of behind the scenes, and I'm going to be editing that video and getting it up here soon, but things are crazy. I did go to Worlds last weekend which was a nice breakaway to go to the sunshine and things like that. And then when I came back, I actually had my last dental school appointment and cleaned out my locker and did the whole checkout process. So y'all, I am officially done with dental school. I don't have to enter that building ever again. Rita and Lola decided to jump in their litter box and take swigs of water out of their water dish. So please hold while I get rid of the background noise. Okay, what was I saying? Oh, dental school. Yeah, guys, I'm freaking done. I don't have to walk in that building ever again, and that makes me so happy. It has been such a long road. I, you know, went right from high school to undergrad, did four years at UB for that. Absolutely loved it. But again, you know, I was taking pretty tough classes to get into dental school, and then I finally got into dental school, and those four years were probably the hardest four years of my entire life. Just a lot of, you know mental health struggles while I was in dental school and not to be honest maybe one day I'll do an entire episode or YouTube video or something I legitimately want to write a book because the stuff that went down in these four years of dental school is just truly insane and unless you were there to see it I feel like it's almost too crazy to believe but I will not go down that tangent right now however it has been a long four years of that and I am literally going to be 26 in a couple months and I don't know any other life other than being in school and studying and being stressed and like being told what to do every day and I am just so excited. Like yes, I'm going into residency but you know, even though it's not a big paycheck, I will be getting paid. I will be done, you know, accruing student loans and starting to pay those off and just having a little bit more freedom and like actually starting my professional career life outside of school and I just can't tell you how excited I am about that. Obviously, I'm a little bit overwhelmed, but I am excited to have like almost two months, like a month and a half off before I start that to sort of get settled and get everything, you know, in place for that. But I'm getting ahead of myself. So I finished my last appointment, cleaned out my locker, did all of the out processing things to officially be done and, you know, be told that I will be graduating 
And now I am in the process of trying to sell all of my like unused dental items on this dental garage sale Facebook marketplace like private group. And the last two days has literally been me getting trolled on the internet by grown men in the field of dentistry. Like I don't know what is wrong with these people but they just love to sit on Facebook and like I don't know if I'm on marketplace for anything not even just dental stuff. If I don't want to buy something like I just keep scrolling. I would never in my life take it upon myself to take the time to comment my feelings about something if someone like if I thought somebody was overpricing an item I would never comment like rude things to tell them that like if I don't want to buy it I just keep scrolling so that has been quite the journey I'm realizing already that this field presents a lot of I don't want to say like issues but I do feel like I'm already being talked down to for being a new grad for being you know, a female for being young. It's all of like middle-aged to older men trying to tell me that like I have no clue what I'm talking about because I'm posting something online for a certain price, which if you look up the item, like I did my research. I have an entire Excel sheet. You guys know me. I have a whole Excel sheet of like what the item goes for new, the condition of my item. You know, half these items I've never even opened from the package. So, and we were forced to buy them. So it's like I'm just trying to make some money back and I'm not even selling it for nearly as much as I probably could. So it has just been, I just, this is why I don't go on Facebook <laughs> because this is the environment. But I've been doing that. So I took a bunch of stuff to the post office yesterday to sell and hopefully I'll have a few more things coming up to do as well just to sort of start getting rid of things. Um... But that is something that I will be working on the next couple days as well as packing and moving. I just, it went so fast. Like I feel like I just packed up and moved here in the winter when we moved Sean down to Florida and now I need to do it all again. And for some reason, I'd like to consider myself like a pretty productive person. But when it comes to packing and moving, it just cripples me and I just lay here and I don't even want to start. I don't know what it is, but the next couple days that will be what I am doing is starting to pack and move. I do need to like go through and get rid of so many things. I have so many unopened skincare and beauty products that were sent to me and I'm so grateful but I just like can't move them all with me. So maybe I'll do a giveaway over on the podcast Instagram or on my own Instagram or something. Um, I will be donating a ton of things and also just like winter clothes. Like I won't be needing my winter boots, sweaters, coats, things like that. So trying to navigate like what I want to keep up north, what I want to get rid of, what I want to bring with me, just a lot of things. A time of time of growth, but a time of a lot of feelings. <laughs> um, just like a lot of emotions hitting me at one time. You know, I've been looking forward to graduating dental school since I was like 12 and decided that this is what I wanted to do. So now that it's finally happening, it's just been very emotional and I just feel like sad with myself that I'm so overwhelmed and stressed about like packing, moving, like leaving home not I mean I did leave home at 17 to move to Buffalo but it's still drivable and I will be moving you know 20 plus hours away from Erie Buffalo this whole northeast area that I you know grew up in and know so well so as much as I'm so so excited for it and it's something I've literally wanted for so long there are still a lot of emotions hitting me of like this is finally happening holy crap like just a flood of all of the feelings hitting me at one time so we've had a couple breakdowns this week but we're moving past that we're working on it um aside from that the actual logistics of moving and packing I have some tea to spill and I'm not going to say the company's name however 
I was supposed to work with a moving company and for the last like I would say two months I have been in contact with them through a third party like marketing agency to you know it was basically going to be they would provide the services of the packing and moving stuff and I would be providing content um, on social media, YouTube, Instagram, all of that good stuff. No payment, just in exchange for the moving process, which I was more than happy to do because moving is freaking expensive. And I am recording this on April 30th and we were supposed to have said moving plans starting on March 3rd. And last night I got an email saying they were no longer wanted to do it. They wanted to pull out because it was last minute and they just weren't sure logistically how they would make it happen. But, I, you know, I was getting emails telling me to decline other offers of moving things and that we were going to go through with it and everything was good. We were just waiting on like the final contract to come through and they pulled out last minute. So I am a ball of stress. I did end up just going through a different company booking it myself, paying for it myself, you know, no promotions whatsoever, but just the difference I can already tell in this company's customer service. Like I called twice in the last two days. I booked it yesterday and it's already coming on the fourth. So just like incredible that I was able to get it, you know, that quickly um, to make it all happen. And their customer service has been amazing. They gave me just like a student discount, a military discount for Sean, just like I'm very you know, things happen for a reason. And I guess I know now not to work with that company to pay or to work with them on social media. I'm very happy with who I went with, but it is just kind of crazy that, I don't know, to tell someone that you're like going through with something and the last minute change your mind, like, well, now I'm booking with a competitor that I've already had such a better experience with. So just shows that, you know, not to trust people until you have it in writing which I wasn't like fully putting all my eggs in one basket like I was still like understanding that it could go south but being told you know everything sounds great it's gonna happen we're just waiting for final contracts and then for them to pull out to last minute I was losing my mind but all is well we booked another option and it will all be great the weather's starting to turn so hopefully I can go over to our storage unit and start going through those things because I really do want to get rid of a lot more stuff before we move. So yes, that is the craziness that is my life. It'll be our first road trip with both pets. Lola's made the drive to Florida before, um, but Rita has not been in the car for longer than 20 minutes. So I got her this like pop-up kennel from Amazon that had good reviews and I put it up in our room and she's already been like going in it and enjoying it. So I think she'll be fine on the trip. It'll just be different for her at first, but we're trying to figure out like where we want to stop to break up the trip. Sean is off the week after my graduation, so that's why we're moving everything so quickly is because he took off to make it happen and it's just how it worked out. So that's kind of a little bit of what's going on. I'm excited for the sunshine and to just be in warm weather and to be able to relax and just sort of like get our life together down there set up. But I am going to miss being so close to family. It's going to be an adjustment and I know that it is a quick plane ride away and before the flights from Fort Myers to Buffalo were extremely cheap and lately they, like everything else, are now insanely expensive. So hopefully things go back to normal there. Flying has just been kind of crazy in general, but I'm going to make it a point to make sure, you know, that I do come up here a lot and still see 
family and things like that. But I'm excited to be in the warm weather because it snowed literally a few days ago here still. So I am ready to be done with that and to move on to warmer things and just explore our new home and have beach days and take Lola for walks every day in the warm weather and just like all all the things. All right, I'm done rambling about my week. Just lots of crazy updates happening, but why don't we jump in to the win of the week? Glen Coco, fall for you, Glen Coco. You go, Glen Coco. So my win should be pretty obvious, but that is that I am done with dental school, and I can officially say that loud and proud. There's no uncertainty about it. I will be walking across the stage as Dr. Fuller in six days and one hour, to be exact. I don't know what I'm going to put on my phone for that countdown that's been there for years. <laughs> I'm going to have to find something else to replace it, but I am so excited. The graduation gown outfit that we have to wear is not very flattering, but it's okay because I've worked so hard to make it happen, so we are going to walk across that stage in that ugly outfit loud and proud. <laughs> But it is just nice to know that, like, for sure, I am done. I have finished dental school. I'm going to be a doctor so soon and live out my dream of being a pediatric dentist. And it just sounds so cheesy. I, like, literally said it out loud the other day and started bawling. But I am just so excited. I have been working so long and hard for this exact moment. And I truly can't believe that it's finally here. Like, I've seen so many other people, you know, graduate, move on go to residency, start working, but it just does not feel real for me and I don't think it'll sink in until, honestly, until I'm like in Florida for longer than like a week or two, then I think everything will start to sink in. But for now, it hasn't really hit me yet, if that makes sense, that like I'm done with school kind of just feels like a long weekend or like a break, but I'm so excited. And last but not least, with our little segments here, why don't we jump into the favorite of the week? I saw Katie Heron wearing army pants and flip-flops, so I bought army pants and flip-flops. All right, this is something that I am very passionate about, and if you are a Duncan stan like me, you need, well, first of all, I guess you have to like the ingredients involved, but their hummus roasted tomato toast is so good. It genuinely tastes like high-quality restaurant breakfast toast however I feel like you could eat it for lunch too it is a piece of like I think it's like sourdough toast or something hummus and the roasted tomatoes that are on top are so flavorful the seasonings are so good and it's literally under four dollars which I feel like people charge like eight ten dollars for breakfast toast like avocado toast things like that if you have a Dunkin near you you need to go try it it is phenomenal I am getting everyone in my life hooked on it because I cannot believe how good it is. Actually, Dunkin's just slaying it in general. They have new like lemonade refreshers that I tried the other day that were super good. Their bagel minis with like the cream cheese inside are super good. They're just, they're, they're killing it lately. I've been a big Dunkin' girly and this toast is truly my new obsession. So if you have not tried it, you need to. It's phenomenal. I promise. Go get it now. <music> Stressed? Never heard of her. <laughs> Y'all know I'm the queen of stressing about everything and sometimes I just need to take a chill pill or gummy and that is where Early Bird comes in. Early Bird products are full spectrum hemp products meaning they contain a full range of naturally occurring cannabinoids in the hemp plant including a microdose of THC. Think of it as a gummy product giving a similar effect as a glass of wine. Calm your mind and take a deep breath with Early Bird. I think it's super cool that Early Bird has such a wide range of customers, ranging from young professionals to moms to retired folks and everyone in between. 
Early Bird also makes their products in small batches to make sure they are manufactured and tested to the highest industry standards, which we love. You can find Early Bird in all 50 states and with a great customer service team and a Texas-owned small business, what is not to love? So, to give Early Bird a try, head to earlybirdcbd.com and use code OUTGOING for 20% off. That is earlybirdcbd.com and use code OUTGOING for 20% off. Give it a try. All right, why don't we hop in? to the main part of the episode, which is the advice segment. I want to preface this. Obviously, you guys know I am not an expert in quite literally anything, actually, but especially not any, you know, sort of therapy advice or relationship advice or mental health or health in general or anything. I am just a gal, 25-year-old gal out here giving my opinion on the things that you asked about. So, If things burst into flames, you know, if you take my advice, I'm sorry, but you cannot come for me. This is just, you asked, and I'm going to give you my honest opinion about it. A lot of these questions are just about, like, I feel like things that so many people go through in their 20s and 30s, so we're just going to, we're just going to get going, and there's a lot of good stuff on here. So, the first one says, I like to say I don't care what people think, but deep down, everyone cares. How can I do what I want and do what I love without being worried about judgment? Honestly, when you figure it out, can you let me know? No, I feel like I've gotten a lot better about this over the years, but I am a big people pleaser, even with, you know, moving. It's something that I've looked forward to for, oh my gosh, years and years and years. And now that the time has come, I'm like, is everyone sad I'm leaving? Like, should I not be leaving already? But that is not the case. I'm sure everybody is super happy for me in my life. And, you know, I have been grateful to spend the last eight years in Buffalo and things like that. When it comes down to, like, how do you do what you love without people being worried about it, for me, I think the biggest thing I can relate this to is just doing social media, and I do get comments and do get made fun of, you know, for starting the podcast with Gabby. People make, like, jokes about it, and, or, like, if I whip out a camera, everybody, like, kind of stares at me if I'm taking a picture in public, but what these people don't realize is the people that are going to say something like that are people that, A, wish they were doing the same thing, B, like just don't understand it so they think they can just like make fun of other people and see the people that are going to make fun of you for doing what you love or judge you for it are not happy in themselves like truly when you are happy you want everybody else to be happy doing what they want to do as well so you can't really you just have to take what they say or do with a grain of salt because what's that quote if they don't know you personally don't take things they say personally like people don't understand you know certain things that may make you happy and that's okay. I don't think you should do things differently. You have only one life to live. Put yourself first. Do things that make you happy. I do know it's easier said than done, but just like remember that, you know, if you saw somebody doing what they love and you were in a good place, would it ever bother you? Like, no. So, the people that are coming at you for doing what you want to do, being, you know, judgmental or whatever, like I said, are either jealous or, you know, they are not happy within themselves. So, you just have to understand that it is your life. They have their own life. If they want to do something else, great, good for them. But you're the only person who can control what you do. You can't control what other people do. And you're going to look back and sort of resent yourself for not doing what you want to do earlier. So I would say just remember all of those things. And again, happy people don't bring other happy people down. So if you're hearing it from other people, know that there is an issue within themselves. And 
just focus on you and do what you want to do because life is too short to please other people and not be happy with yourself. All right, next one says, I'm moving a thousand miles away from my family for the first time in my life to start med school. Any advice on moving away from family while starting med school at the same time? It is so tough. And honestly, uh, I think I've told this story before, but I put in deposits to three different dental schools because I wasn't sure what I wanted to do. I really loved University of Florida and I really loved University of Alabama, Birmingham. But my biggest hesitation was that it was really far from home. And, you know, looking back, would I have had maybe a more positive experience within dental school at another place? Sure. But, you know, I had to trust my decision. And now I'm at the point where I feel like now I'm in this place that I'm moving, you know, thousands of miles away from my family. And it is really freaking hard. I will just say you are doing something that's going to consume a lot of your time you know, med school, dental school, all those things do take up a ton of time. So really focus on just being the best you can be, pursuing your dreams, doing that. And I feel like, you know, I don't know how great this advice is, but it will distract you from being home, away from home. Um, you know, there are breaks from school. It is tough because, you know, school is expensive and it's really hard to work in med school, dental school, things like that. But you can always go home. You can talk on the phone. Like in 2022, I feel like these things are a little bit easier because there's FaceTime, there's texting, there's phone calls. Bring things that remind you of home to your new place uh, where you're going to be living, whether that's photos, candles, just something of comfort that reminds you of home. So that way when you are having a bad day, you can come home and have those sort of comfort things. I would say find people that you can lean on in your new home Obviously, they will never replace your closest friends and family that you've known for years, but if you can find, you know, little pieces of comfort to keep you afloat while you're in school and far away from home, I think that that's super important. And also just like take this time to think of it as an adventure and look at it from a curious mindset of like exploring a new area, getting to know new people, learning new places, um, experiencing new things and adventures and sort of look at it as you know it could be temporary you could move home right after you're done but at least you'll have those experiences that nobody can take away from you and sort of try to just flip your mindset away from you know it's I, I'm saying this it's going to be so hard because you're I'm sure there's gonna be times where you're gonna miss home but look at it as like a new adventure and sort of be proud of yourself for stepping out of your comfort zone and doing those things and just try to enjoy it it will go quickly so soak it all up while you can and I wish you the best of luck. That's really awesome. All right. This one says, my boyfriend and I have been doing long distance for three years during college. The plan was always that both of us move home once we graduate and look for apartments together. Two weeks before his graduation, he texted me to say that he thinks he wants to stay in the state that he goes to college to after graduation. We were literally talking about where we want to look for apartments for a few weeks ago, and now he did a complete 180. I don't know if I should continue trying to do long distance or if we should break up because we want different things, but we really love each other and have been dating for so long. Breaking up sounds a lot easier said than done. I totally agree. I think the easy thing would obviously just be to, you know, have someone tell you just break up. You're not like you don't want the same things. He obviously doesn't want to put in the effort, but is a lot easier said than done. You've been together for so long, and I do think that you know, the longer you're with someone, the harder it is to walk away from that. I was in sort of a similar situation, but not really. Um, I was in a long relationship all throughout college. And when we first started dating, the plan was, you know, I would go to dental school, he would go to med school. This is not Sean, by the way, this was before I met him. And, you know, as time went on, he sort of changed his mind. He didn't want to go to med school anymore. He didn't know what he wanted to do. But, you know, at, at 
one point he was still willing to just, you know, explore whatever area I got into dental school and figure it out from there. And then as it got closer and closer to our senior year, we realized that like we just didn't want the same things. Um, he didn't want to follow me to dental school and I didn't know what I wanted to do for dental school. And it just came to the point where we were having, you know, having to have a conversation where it was like, listen, you know, this is just not working. We don't want the same things. You know, our long-term future doesn't look the same as it did when we started dating and that's okay. We grew sort of as separate people and I think ultimately like this is your decision and it is your life but I would say the fact that it came so suddenly to you makes me think maybe it wasn't so sudden to him Um, and that's really freaking hard but I would just say have the conversation, have the hard conversations now. Don't put it off until you're, you know, long distance again and trying to figure things out that way like really sit down and hash it out like what do you guys want what does your future look like what you know does the next year look like you know are you both willing to put in the work that requires of long distance you know for even longer because I always say long distance is great as long as you have an end point but at this stage it doesn't look like you do and I mean, breaking up is also really hard, but I would say have the conversation, both agree upon, like, be very transparent and honest. I think it's really hard in relationships to sometimes be fully honest with what we want, and that's when things come as a shock because we don't want to hurt the other person, but I think you just have to have that hard conversation and, you know, agree to both be completely honest about what you want and whether that means staying together or breaking up. Like, you, I just think you have to communicate that now so that it doesn't get worse and someone isn't blindsided later on. Um... I'm wishing you the best of luck. I don't, you know, I don't know if I can tell you you should continue to do long distance or should break up because I think that's a decision within you and your relationship and your partner, but I would say you definitely need to have the conversation because it sounds like things are changing very quickly and very suddenly and very last minute, which to me is one of my biggest stressors is like when things don't go as planned and everything is changing last minute. So I totally understand your stress and frustration. I would just say the only way you're going to know is to talk it out and see how you feel and do what's best for you. You know, either way, whether you decide to stay together or decide not to, do what's best for you. You know, yes, it's been three years, but at the grand scheme of your life, you think like you should put your happiness first. So I will leave it at that, but I wish you the best of luck and keep me updated. You know, I, this is a great time graduating college you know moving to new place or even moving back home just exploring new things growing up so soak it in and enjoy it as much as you can even through the hard times okay this one says how to deal with your boyfriend's girlfriends don't get me wrong he has girlfriends who i love and get along with so well but there is one who is so mean she's constantly making comments trying to embarrass me or put me down in front of the group but conveniently never when he is around she's pulled me aside a few times to question my compatibility with my boyfriend if we ever fight and what it's about how our sex life is going which made me feel super weird I've been with my boyfriend for almost a year and our relationship is otherwise healthy, so I don't know how to approach the situation because I don't want to seem insecure because that has never been an issue for us. I don't want to cause any issues for him, but it's to the point where I feel uncomfortable going wherever when I know she is going to be around because she's ruthless. Side note, they were never involved before I was with him, so it's not an ex, which kind of makes the situation even more confusing. Any thoughts? Oof, this is a lot. Um, have you tried confronting the friend? I know it's scary. And it's taken me a while in my life to get to this point to be confrontational. But, like, she sounds 
horrific in my opinion and it sounds like she maybe is the one who's insecure and just like wanting to stir the pot and cause drama of course it's never when he's around so it's going to be hard for him to understand it but I would say first talk to her and just you know let her know that you're feeling uncomfortable when she brings up certain things and you know it is weird if you're not close and she's not nice to you why she cares about these other things like it's definitely not coming from a place of care it seems like but I would one try and bring it up with her if that doesn't get anywhere bring it up with your boyfriend and just say like you know you don't have to come from a place of insecurity or accuse him of anything just say like listen this is what she said to me it kind of makes me feel uncomfortable like what do you think I should do because if it's his friend he might have more insight into what's going on with her if that doesn't work maybe if you're close to anyone else in the group just bring it up to them not in a way that's like gossipy or anything like that but just to say like hey you know how should I navigate this I'm feeling this way do you have any sort of thoughts and just sort of like pull the crowd in different ways maybe um ultimately like I said I would go to her first and just sort of like be confrontational and just like let her know because if she's called out she's probably not going to continue to do it and if she is then she might be a psychopath I don't know but like maybe she I don't know some people are not self-aware maybe she doesn't realize she's being inappropriate and that it's making you feel uncomfortable but try that hopefully it works I think there's just a like when it comes to your relationship there's a way to bring it up that I think is more of coming from a place of like what do I do I need your guidance and not so much like your friend's a psycho even if that's what you're thinking (laughs) so I would say bring it up and sort of have those conversations and see what comes of it and try to navigate it that way all right next one any advice on post-grad life i graduate college in may very blessed to have a job but will be living at home again to save money and pay off my student loans i'm worried about being lonely because i will be in pa my best friends will be in maryland and dc and i know it will be hard to go from seeing them every day to maybe only once or twice a year also paranoid i will somehow hate my job even though i am so excited about it how do i make my transition as smooth as possible into the real world this is really hard. I will say my two best friends from college, I do only get to see once or twice a year, if that. With COVID, it was even more. But, okay, let me break this up into, like, little pieces. With your friends, like I said in a different question, stay in touch. Text about, you know, your life. Make time set aside for, like, FaceTime dates with your friends to just, like, sort of hang out and have a girls' night on FaceTime. Talk on the phone. I would say that's the best way and then also pick a date well in advance to see each other we kind of do that like months in advance like when is everybody free we pick either you know one of our places to go visit and we meet there and we have like a little weekend together that is something that has really helped us stay in touch um i would say as far as like the saving money paying off your student loans thing i think that's a great move um i personally like I'm not in a situation where I did that but I know a lot of other people did and I think that it can be a really great way to like get back up on your feet after college and like start that transition between the real world and sort of like quote-unquote like school and what you were used to before um if you're paranoid you will somehow hate your job even though you're excited about it I would say this is like very normal you know I'm going into a new residency program that even though it was my top choice and I'm so so excited about it there are definitely things I'm apprehensive about you know I don't know anybody yet I don't really know what the day-to-day looks like I can only you know look at it from what they've told me in interviews and things like that so I'm sure it's similar for you I would say take it day by day you know nothing is permanent you can use this as a stepping stone to find another job if it's something that you're not interested in Uh, I would say this is just again 
I feel like I keep saying it and I sound like an old grandma, but like soak it in because time goes so fast and just you're going to look back and be like, dang, I wish I enjoyed that more. I would say just really go full force into this job, put your best foot forward and focus on you. This is like a really good time that you can sort of be kind of selfish and do what you want to do and focus on, you know, hobbies outside of school and just things you maybe have been putting off while you're in school. I know there's a lot of things for myself like reading and cooking and things like that that when I'm in school just seem like not possible so maybe focus on that and enjoying time at home and just sort of throwing yourself full force into this next phase of life Alrighty, switching it up on a different note this one says I know my boyfriend has a ring but I don't think I'm ready for marriage yet if he proposes before I'm ready what should I do I think you need to stop what you're doing right this second go talk to your boyfriend and let him know that you do love him, you do want to be with him, but you are not ready for marriage because I think if he already has a ring, he may think that you are. And I think that you need to be very clear about what you want before he proposes or that's going to hurt him in your relationship, I think. Um, Just have that communication now. It might hurt his feelings currently, but just if you let him know and come from a place of like, I definitely, you know, want this with you, but just not, I'm not ready this moment. Also, there's a difference between wanting, you know, not ready for marriage and not ready for an engagement. I personally haven't started planning my wedding even though I got engaged in September because I'm not ready to plan a wedding right now. There's just too much craziness in my life and I think it can be its own step without having to rush into the next one. I know that's not like a very common thing, but you know, you just have to be clear about where you're at, what you want and be open with your partner about that. Because I think communication is like the number one thing in a relationship in general, but especially when it comes to big life events, you know, getting engaged, getting married, having kids, buying a house, all those things like are big things that do affect both of you. So I think just have that conversation before it becomes a thing where he's proposing before you're ready, if that makes sense. Okay, how do you end a dysfunctional friendship without being mean? I think... You really can't control the reactions of other people. You can only control how you handle it, what you do, what you think. And, you know, if it is a dysfunctional friendship, it might be kind of rocky to navigate in general. But I would say just come from a place of use I statements instead of you. Don't, you know, come off like you're blaming someone else because that never works in any sort of conversation. But, you know, there's two routes you can take. And I think it depends on a lot of people do what they would rather be done to them. But... You can either just slowly phase out of talking and hanging out and just let the friendship sort of like slowly fade away and die on its own. And I think, you know, eventually it'll just end that way. Or you can have a conversation and just say like, listen, these are my boundaries. This is what I'm feeling. I think I just need to take a step back from this. And maybe in, you know, in a bit we can reevaluate our friendship. But like, I just need to focus on me right now and go from there. So I would say you can either approach it head on, have a conversation, be very honest, or just, you know, very slowly take a step back, you know, stop talking to them as much, stop spending as much time with them, things like that. And eventually they'll get the hint and then maybe it'll start a conversation. But if not, maybe it'll just fade away on its own. I think that's, you just kind of have to figure out what would be. Alrighty, this one says... I have feelings for my coworker. We go on walks outside work time together with my dog. My dog loves him, but he gives me mixed signals. One day he gives me compliments and talks to me a lot, and other days he's more distanced. What do you think, girls? 
I would say actions speak louder than words. I always believe in the phrase, if he wanted to, he would, or if she wanted to, she would. People, you know, that are maybe a little bit more wishy-washy are also confused either within themselves or I would say if it's something you truly, like, really want to pursue, have that conversation and just give it your all and tell them how you're feeling or if it's something that you're not ready to like sort of risk it all for like you don't want to ruin the sort of coworker relationship that you have right now just take it day by day but I think if you know he wanted to pursue something further he would show that even if he's shy I think you would know there wouldn't be and there's a difference between days he's more distanced because maybe he's you know stressed about something at work or at home but I would say if it's like very hot and cold, sometimes it seems like he really likes you, sometimes he doesn't, his actions will eventually speak louder than words. You'll know what his intentions are and if it ends up not being, you know, what you would like, just know that it's better that you know that now so that you're not being strung along. But again, if you're tired of waiting and you don't want to give it that time, you can always just have a conversation and risk it all and you know, if he's not interested, then at least you know you gave it your shot and you could work back on being friends after that. But I think it ultimately depends on how badly you want to try and pursue this or if you just kind of want to take it slow. But ultimately, I think his feelings will be known pretty apparently based on just his actions. Okay, any advice on taking out student loans and how to pay them back? Girl or boy, whoever is asking, I wish I knew. This is something I need to do more research on myself and I do want to, I still want us to find some sort of like finance expert, like someone in there, you know, that specializes in like helping people in their 20s and 30s and like figuring out finances because that is something that I feel like I don't know enough about and I really want to get better at is just like a business mindset of like paying back loans and investing and things like that. Um, I would say if you borrowed, at least for me, I know all of my loans are like federal loans so you can go on like the federal website like I think it's studentaid.gov or something like that and it gives you they have like a simulator where it tells you like the best way to pay back your loans like what payment plan is best for you things like that so I would say do some research on that and sort of go from there but I wish I had more concrete advice to give you I just have absolutely no idea myself how I'm gonna pay back all these loans okay This one says, I am a full-time college student with 21 credits and I also work 28 hours a week on top of having classes and homework. I'm finding it really hard to find time for myself and to live my life. I turn 21 in a month and I want to be able to enjoy myself. How can I find the time for me and enjoy life without constantly worrying about school and work? Um, This sounds just like me. (laughs) This is exactly my experience and I sort of started to realize that like the more pressure I was putting myself to work myself to the bone and you know do school 24 7 and things like that that I was actually getting to the point where I was burning myself out and because I wasn't enjoying my life I was actually performing worse in school and work than if I took some time to enjoy myself so I would say just just like you schedule time to work schedule time for school really make it a point each week to schedule time to enjoy yourself whether that's grabbing coffee with a friend or going to a movie or you say you're going to be 21 in the month like if you want to go out I think there's a way to do that without taking it overboard and not being able to get your responsibilities done um, it is really tough to balance everything I think I, you know I don't know anybody that has perfect balance but I would just say finding 
activities that work for you that allow you to enjoy yourself without taking up too much time away from other things that you, you know, quote unquote, need to do, which also is another thing. You are choosing to, you know, put things on your plate. And this is something my therapist tells me all the time. You don't need to do anything, nor should you do anything. It's all things that you want to do. Whether it sounds fun or not, you are choosing to do that and you do want to do those things. So it's like, just like that, you have to also want to spend time for self-care, enjoyment, things like that. So find little things, tell your friends, you know, sometimes I can be very tunnel visioned on like my goals and what I need to do work-wise that I forget to take time to enjoy myself. So like people around you, whether that's family, friends, significant other, just like have them throw in little reminders of like, hey, you've been working really hard. Like, why don't we go grab dinner or something like that? In that way, it's sort of like an accountability partner to make sure you're enjoying yourself as well. All right, this one says, I have a job currently, but it's a smaller one at a bakery. For me, I feel like I need another source of income. I know you talked about it in your saving money episode, but any advice for a college student wanting a quick, easy job? Um, let me think. Something that I found was pretty lucrative while I was in college and the hours worked out for me was serving and bartending. Um, it's definitely not easy. It's very hard work, but I do think you can make good money while you're in college doing it. So I would say if you have any sort of background in that, or even if you just want to start, even starting as like a host at a restaurant or something can teach you a lot about that. I would say that's a good one. There's also a lot of jobs like, you know, on WAG or Rover where you can pet sit that I feel like you can do while you're in school and working at another job or things like, I don't know, they have all those things online that are like, take surveys and get money. I don't know enough about that. I know there's certain apps on your phone that you can like screenshot grocery receipts and make a little bit of extra money that way. But I think there's now a lot of side gigs and ways to make money. If you're creative, there's websites like Fiverr where you can go on and like choose to, you know, you put up like what you're good at, whether it's like graphic design, editing videos, um, babysitting is another great job while you're in college that can be, you know, great way to multitask once the kids go to bed you can do homework um pretty great way to make money they usually typically pay you in cash so just things like that I think are great jobs while you're in school and trying to balance everything I would say those are the jobs I tended to do there are obviously other options but do some research on like work from home jobs or you know jobs that are lucrative in your area that work with your hours and I would just say find something that you enjoy or it's not going to seem like it's worth the money. Okay, this next one cracks me up. It says, not advice. Just need to confess that I told my wife I was at the gym. We share our location, but really I was just sitting in my car outside the gym watching the Red Sox game on my phone. Thanks for letting me get that off my chest. <laughs> at first I was reading this and I was like, oh no, why did you lie to her? What are you doing? But like, this is funny. This is really, really, really funny. Thank you for sharing that with all of us. I'm glad you got it off your chest and I hope that you enjoyed your game. <laughs> okay, I have so many questions and I'm sitting here debating like, do I do a part two another week? Do I continue and just make this episode really, really long? But I think I'll do a couple more and we'll sort of go from there. All right, so there are a ton of questions about moving away from home and family, both with like monetary questions and also just like dealing with it all together. And 
I did talk about this a little bit in the beginning, but I totally feel you guys because it's something that sounds so amazing on paper to just like go out and explore new places and I do think it is worth it if that's something you want to do in the long run but it's tough being away from like your support system my goal is to make everybody come down to Florida with me so we'll see how well I do at that but <laughs> I would say like just know this is kind of the comfort that I've had within myself is like absolutely nothing's permanent where you live isn't permanent where they live isn't permanent like things change all the time and you can always come back or you could love it and maybe get them to come with you but I think again it goes back to you have one life to live do what you see fit whether that is to stay where your family is or whether that's to explore new places and sort of see how you like it I think monetarily is something that you definitely have to be in the place to either like have a fallback whether you've saved money from jobs or at least be able to like know that you have a place you can work wherever you're living but I would say if it's something that you really want to do save up for it and give it a go and like I said if you know you decide you don't like it you can always move home but if it's something you want to do I say go for it and I think it's totally okay to have mixed feelings about it and be sad because I'm right there with you but I'm also like so 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 excited at the same time so I get what you mean it is really tough but If it's something you want to do, I say go for it. Okay, this one says, advice on staying motivated and dealing with homesickness. I moved to a different state and every time I go home, I get really bummed out and don't want to go back to Queensland. Much love from Australia. One, I think it is so insane and cool that you guys live all over the world and still write in and listen to the podcast. So thank you for that. But I totally know the feeling that you're talking about. I feel like this happened to me a lot in dental school was like, being on a break and then having to go back it's just that feeling of like dread but again I feel like this is the theme of this episode is nothing is permanent it is temporary and like just staying motivated while you're feeling homesickness is just like the more time you spend like getting things done and like moving closer towards your goal the less time will move slowly and like it'll go quicker and you'll feel like that much more ready to like move on once this phase of your life is over I don't know if that was helpful at all or makes any sense but try to put your energy on staying busy and like taking care of yourself and not overdoing it but also like getting up doing things exploring the area things like that that way when you do move home you won't have any regrets of like or when you're done with this chapter you won't have any regrets of I guess I don't know this time period in your life and if it's something that you if you really are unhappy where you are maybe look into options of you know how to change that and move somewhere else or move back home or whatever the situation is obviously every person's situation is different but that would be my advice on that okay I think I'm going to end it on this one and then there can be a part two of this advice episode because I have like half the questions left and they're all really really good so maybe like next episode I know we always say we'll do a part two and we don't but this one I really really want to because there's a lot of awesome questions and then maybe I will even bring Gabby or Sean in and we'll do like another advice segment but this one says my friends treat me badly yet they're the only people I have I don't know whether to suck it up and take their crap or to walk away and be alone I am personally a firm advocate of it is better to 
have less friends than more friends that don't bring you happiness. I've always been the type of person that I have just, I've found comfort in being alone and knowing that like the small people that I do, the small amount of people that are in my circle are fully there for me, fully supportive, have my back and I'm not wondering whether they're talking about me, treating poorly, treating me poorly, things like that. That is personally my MO and you know, to walk away and be alone, you could end up finding people that are better friends for you, that are there for you, that are treating you well, that fill your cup instead of make you feel depleted of energy and you know, happiness and things like that. So I personally am the kind of person that I don't like to settle just to have people around if they're not making me happy. So I would say, you know, if you've tried to bring up your concerns to them and they're not changing, I would say walk away and find friends who ultimately will be there for you because they're out there and you'll find your people eventually. And I think that to me is more worth my time than dealing with toxic friends if that makes any sense so i hope you guys enjoyed this episode i actually had a blast and maybe i will convince gabby to let me do another solo episode and answer the questions for a part two i don't know i really really enjoyed this and there are so many questions left that i could do an entire separate episode on so i think that is going to be the plan maybe next episode or in a couple episodes we will finish these advice questions but you guys asked so many great questions scenarios and things that you wanted advice on and I hope that I did some justice in answering them for you I can't wait to take you guys along on my crazy journey of events in the next couple weeks so stay tuned for that of course you'll be the first to know of anything exciting on the podcast and we'll see you in the next episode Thank you again, and this is another episode of Outgoing Without Going Out. Bye!